This is the Steve Zabin Show. You don't know what the hell you're doing! On the Team 980 and the Team980.com. What the hell is he doing? Here he is, the Zabe. Well, the LA Rams have gone and done it. They have absolutely obliterated, mangled, and destroyed what was once one of the most iconic, clean, and gorgeous-looking logo-slash-color schemes that the league has ever seen. And I am mystified, Scott, and I am actually deeply saddened that those whose opinions I tend to respect, I don't want to name names, Andrew Siciliano, the Red Zone. Oh, I knew it. Have come out in full voiced support of the new Rams uniforms that were unveiled today. I can only say to myself, please, God, make it be that Andrew is continuing to angle for a job inside the Rams organization as some sort of play-by-play man or something because surely – his own football aesthetic could not legitimately believe that what the Rams pushed out today was anything other than straight garbage. Your thoughts on the Rams' new uniforms? So, I like <laughs> I like the you bone like idea as the base color. I like that. Not enough Bone. teams have dabbled yes. into. Have it's bone. Into the... It's not white. Yeah. It's bone. Stark white is great, Zabe. Who doesn't use stark white? Okay? Stark white's been around forever. I like the antique bone look of that base color. That's great. The numbers, I got no idea what you're doing there. There's a little swirl running through. Like some sort of a frosty, freezy, slurpy type drink. It's a and it, gradient, Scott. It it adds it adds texture, <laughs> but I don't like that at all. Not in the least. That's confusing to me. The patch that says L.A. Ram or Los Angeles Rams. I don't mind that. They're not the first to do that sort of thing. The Jags had a front patch. The Steelers put their logo over the left chest. The Jets did a patch. Patch doesn't bother me. The neck patch bothers me. <laughs> that I definitely don't like. But the blue and swirly why numbers, don't you like that? Just looks it it looks way too busy. It looks like a a chain uh, restaurant uniform. It looks it's a lot going on, you know? It don't don't take away from the bone. The bone is a statement. I like the bone. <laughs> okay. Somebody has already uh photoshopped Antoine Jobert. Oh my God, Scott! You're gonna like this one. You no, I don't think I'm you are. Going. Oh, w- Wardy? You mean Wardy? W- Barry, yeah, Wardy like Jobert. Okay. Yeah. You know how the the one Rams three quarters looking at you pseudo 3D logo looks like it is indeed a penis, just pointing straight downwards. Yes. Somebody has yes, photo- I do. Look at that. Somebody has photo. Oh, that's not the link right there. Sorry, Scott. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say cool. this is back to the Michigan thing. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, there it is. Oh, right man. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, oh, my God. What are you doing? What yes. are you doing? He can't, you can't possibly retweet that, Zabe. Up oh, too late. I just did retweet it. Go to my Twitter feed, at Zabe, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and you'll see it right there. Ding. I don't. 
I don't know why anyone would so-called like these things. It's just, ugh, yuck, terrible. The numbers have no accent piping, which not all of them do, but they've got no character. They are extremely plain. And then the numbers on the blue jerseys have a gradient fade from yellow at the top down to white at the bottom. And I can't object any more strenuously to any sports uniform that involves a gradient. Uniforms and sports don't, they should not have gradients, period. They should be defined colors that start in one region and stop by a hard line, whether it's the edge of the number, whether it's the pants, whether it's a stripe. This gradient crap got started by the Jaguars, remember, when they gradiented their helmets in a two-tone monstrosity. And what is with the, the stripe down the side of the pants? It's the most boring, painful stripe I've ever seen. It's, it's a single width, so it does not widen out as it comes up towards the hip. It has no accent striping on either side of it. It's, it's terrible. And, of course, the Rams' ram horn is needlessly space-ageified in which they put some notches in it, and I don't even know what else they're putting in it to make it fancier. And the helmet color and the jersey color is a bit more of an electric royal blue. It's, a, it's technically a metallic chrome blue. So it's a metallic chrome blue helmet, which is this the first metallic chrome in the NFL? Uniform nerds, mm, unite. Yeah. Hit us up on the text line, 330-99-SAVE. Is there another metallic chrome-based uh, helmet in the NFL? The Vikings went to a satin purple, which sort of looks like metallic chrome, but it's not. And this is a this is new ground. The helmet alone, the helmet color alone, that's the thing I have the least problem with. I, I, I could probably I, get my head around that. Yeah, I'm you agree okay with, me on with that? the helmet. I, I'm okay with the helmet color, and I'm I'm way more okay with the helmet on a whole than I am on the whole with uh, with that you know with the the numbers, the swirly yogurty Dannon. I don't know what the bleep is going on there. But again, Zabe, looking at the bone, it looks like antique Colts. It looks that's a cool base. I wish they would a lot more teams would do something like that. Yeah, somehow they got Johnny Hecker's picture. Johnny Hecker, their punter, who can also throw it real good. I think he's got like 11 completed passes in his career. You should just assume he's going to throw it. Either it's a Photoshop of him. Probably is a Photoshop. In the new uniforms. Eh. I just don't like it. Oh, and there's a blue on blue as well. Oh, for God's sakes. John Breach has a blue on blue on blue with blue arm sleeves and blue socks. Okay. The gradient gold yellow number with starts with, you know, starts with yellow up top and ends with white. It's just a, it's a bad idea. Not a fan. And the the color which we both like for the helmet, that metallic blue, bad pants mm-hmm. color. Bad. Yeah. Bad bad course. Pants color. Not not a not, not good. A fan. No, they, they do, you know, at times it sort of twins up very much to the Chargers. It's almost like they got a two-for-one and said, you do bolts, we'll do the Ramhorn, okay, and they're very similar, what's your word, panatone? 
something like that? Did you see the the Pat Thorman at Pat underscore Thorman side by side for that tweet, Zabe? Where the no. guy put the Chargers and the Rams here? I'll throw it right at you. And it's uh, the by the way the know. the pants stripe. I made a mistake. The pants stripe, at least on the yellow pants, does have a blue primary stripe that is mono width, and it's got a white accent on the top side only. However, on their white pant set, which is really bone, they have a highlighter yellow stripe that gets lost in the bone because it has no supporting blue trim. This is amateur hour. I mean, come on, people. Plus, on the blue pant version... The Rams make the same mistake that the Saints make and the Ravens make with their black pants and that there's no supporting trim. There's no supporting side piping. It is essentially like playing in a leotard. They've got blue leotards is what they've got. It's, it's a onesie. It is a onesie. And, uh, and there is sort of like a plastic applique accent shine on the numbers themselves that are hard to see from afar, but when you're looking up close... You can see it. Good luck getting grass stains out of bone, L.A. Rams. You would yeah, have better off. Be thing. You would have been better off with straight white. At least you can bleach straight white, and you know it's going to come out. You're going to be hand scrubbing those bone uniforms for hours at a time. Poor equipment manager. <laughs> oh well, we get so wrapped up in stupid things such as uniforms for a team that is not even our team. And, of course, the Rams rolled around for the last three years in a uniform travesty in which they had the remnants of their gold-trimmed St. Louis uniforms, but they matched it with the white ram horn helmets, vintage the uh, Jack Youngblood era in the 1970s and early 80s. And you're like, what are you doing? You're just one foot here, one foot there. Right. This is a bad idea. This is what happens when you've got some rich doofus like Stan Kroenke running the team and he has no real sense of things in sports, and he turns it over to these L.A.-based marketing muckety-mucks. They're like, oh, this will be fantastic, and they've got their reasoning. And you go, are you even a sports fan? Do you even watch football? Do you even know what this looks like? And it's funny because all the players, they got to be behind this. You know, They can't come out and go, sucks, because then they get in trouble with the team. They've got to sell it whether they like it or not. At first, Dave, when you saw the blue numbers, okay, just the blue, not the, the gradient. The gradient yellow to white is one thing. But the blue with the, the swirly thing in there, it looks like they painted it and then melted wax in matching lines to give it sort of this 3D thing. It looks like it's sponsored yes. by Yankee Candle. And then the <laughs> nines on the shoulders are so <laughs> puffy right. looking, they look like they look like they're made out of lifted wax, raised wax. That yeah. I don't get, man. That it insists upon itself a bit much. It's, you know, when you're doing those extra layers of uh, sort of a candle wax raised sort of thing right there. Yeah. I, and I All like right. I like I like next slogans. I'm okay with that. But the the white jersey, the bone jersey that I'm looking at from from Aaron Donald with that 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 tab. It, you know what it also looks like, Zabe? You know the little thing that they have the tool remover for from the stores where the they get it and it's got the tack to keep you from stealing it. That's what that L.A. thing looks like. It's too damn big on the neck. I Boo. agree. Boo. I agree. And if and if they're going to go with bone, did anyone lobby for eggshell white? Come on. 
What How many got? different flavors of white are there? Different tones of Come on, man. White. Look up Zabit. What about Ecru? What do you think? Or Ecru. Look up Ecru. Ivory. Navajo mm-hmm. white. Mm-hmm. Vanilla. Cream. Yeah. Alabaster. Snow. Cotton. Coconut. Powder. Porcelain. Parchment. Daisy. Oh, my God. Off-white, and Oxford you know Stone, London Stone, Old White. Oh, my God. Ecru, which is I, part of the color chart. They're all there, I, buddy. I am now staring into the fifth circle of married hell, and it is you with your wife or bride debating snow versus cotton as to what color you're going to use in the Good baby's wall. room. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't see it. I'm looking here, Scott. I can't, okay, snow has a little bit of blue in it, from what I can tell. But cotton and daisy, I can't tell the difference. Cream and eggshell, I can't tell the difference. Daisy and porcelain, I can't tell the difference. Just go with white, for God's sakes. Can't go wrong with good old-fashioned white. Quick break. Text windows open. 330-99-ZABE. A teacher done good every day, and he's getting his exercise in while he does it. That story is next. Now back to the Steve Zabin Show on the Team 980 and 95.9 FM. Text windows alive here. 330-99-ZABE. From the 203, I'm ambivalent on the Rams uniform. Hard to tell what they look like. On the field, I still like the Redskins uniforms, though. We're due, we're due for an update. The scary thing is, we could get an update like this. And right. If we get an update like this, oh, like I just, numbers. I just want to tweak a couple things. And I like for me and my guy, I want to count Rhodes to be on the committee for the uniforms. I think he and I talk enough about the uniform that we've got a good idea of what does need to happen. What doesn't need to happen? You know how many graphic artists have put out online alternate helmets, different colors? They're actually very cool, you know, but there's so many of them out there. I'm almost sick of having people send me the links. Have you seen this? I'm like, man, I've seen every different version. They do it for the caps all the time. Remember this? Remember this? Here's a mock-up. What about this? What about the Weagle? What about the Winter Classic? And the caps are doing an online thing now for their, you know, sort of a May madness of uniforms, but... All day, every day. Have you seen this? What about this great idea? They're all awesome. Yeah. But I'd like to I'd like to pick from all of them. The Rams should just move to San Diego, Zabe, says the 757. No, no. No, they're, they're about to unveil a new stadium. They're not moving anywhere, including the Chargers. They're not going back to San Diego. Ooh. The building is done. They're going to fill it. They're going to sell it. And they're going to host a Super Bowl there. It's going to be fantastic. Can't wait to see it. Uh, 907, worst uniform change in the history of uniform changes ever. And that's saying a lot considering some of the uni changes in the past have been terrible. Also, the 907 reminds us regarding the basketball. Remember when the NBA went away from the leather basketball? It did not go well. I believe I saw in the story Wilson will produce a leather basketball. Because they were doing the composite, right? Yeah, they said the WNBA will still do a composite because that's the ball they've been using, but the NBA still is going to use genuine cow, which I am all 
in favor of. Not because I'm anti-cow or want to kill any sweet animals, but you can't beat leather. Real leather. Uh, this one. Uh, oh, poo. Scott's typing is atmospheric. <laughs> All righty. Thunder thumbs, says the 804 regarding the typing sounds. All right, maybe it's you, Zabe. I can't tell exactly. Uh, this one, what did I do with that? Uh, 414, Steed, colors are infinite gradient. You can always subdivide the difference between shades, tones, etc. It's a chaos theory fractal, like trying to figure out the length of a coastline by counting grains of sand. Wow. Yeah, that hurts My me. mind is that, blown. That's... That's a bright person right there with a lot of big-ass words and clearly a lot of training. Can you go back to fractal for a second? Yeah. It's like chaos fractal theory, he says. Almost like trying to figure out the length of a coastline by counting grains of sand. Some days, Scott, I I pray that I'd go colorblind, and there it's one less thing for me to worry about. (laughs) No, I don't have to differentiate. Everything is gray to me. Gray, dark gray, medium gray. It's gray. It's all gray. Straight. Sure. Why what not? are you talking about, man? People who are colorblind be offended by that. They would die to see the colors. I know. I'm kidding. I don't want to be colorblind. I love colors. Mm-hmm. Love how green it is now in the middle of May. It's so beautiful. We had so much rain in April and early May. Everything is going great. I bet your yard looks great. You going to send me some yard pics? Uh, I can Scott? if you'd like, sure. Even though you don't yeah. cut it yourself. No, we don't. The Make boys sure are out there, out there swinging, swinging clubs. They're, they're they making chipping? Uncle Steve happy. They are. They're Good. chipping almost taking every day. Yes. Good. Uh, 215, always go with titanium white, Zabe. If it's good enough for Bob Ross, it's good <laughs> enough for the NFL. Nice. Bob Ross uses titanium white. I just looked at even, Bob Ross. I never listened. Even paint maker Sherwin-Williams doesn't sell a simple white paint. They instead call it pure white. So every white has to have its own sort of name, huh? So just white. You can't go, I need some white paint. Well, what kind of white? You know, white, plain, white. Oh, you want pure white. Are you sure? Is that the whitest white you got? Or No, no, it's definitely. if If we gave you a straight white paint, it would hurt your eyes. It would be so bright. Uh, that would probably mess with your rods and cones. So legally, by law, we're not allowed to sell a pure white paint. It's got to be some off shade of it, like pure. Maybe they could sell Walter White (laughs) as a shade, a slightly darker shade of white based on the dark series on television of Breaking Bad. Darker shade of pale or a whiter shade of pale, of course. Andy in Tacoma, top three Tuesday on a Wednesday. How about it? Top three whites. Number three, mayonnaise. Number two, binder paper white. Number one, butt white. Jojo. <laughs> Meaning, yeah. White in the middle of summer when you're sunburned on your legs and on your back. That bum coming out when your pants fall down. <laughs> the Redskins should change their uniforms. Maybe they could put a bigger, more insulting image of an American Indian on the helmets. Oh, somebody insulted by the image. Somebody apparently needs to go there back are. and read the history of who painted that image and what uh, the history is of it. And you might think otherwise, but I'm not going to argue with you. I agree that the Rams or Chargers should move back to San Diego. A- again, listen, it's not happening. Just stop it, all right? 
240 Riddell Washington Redskins flat white alternate revolution speed replica football helmet. And here's a link. It's pretty hot. God, look at that thing. Actually, you can buy it. People have made it. It's a physical thing. You can buy it at sportsmemorabilia.com. I wouldn't mind a helmet like that. I wouldn't mind a helmet that is a uh, a, Bergen, a gold redskin helmet. I mean, like, if once a year there was an alternate helmet night or day for the Redskins, I'd be fine with it. In fact, if there was two games a year, let's say one game a year we used a white helmet and one game a year we used a gold helmet, I'm good with that. That's two out of 16. Two alternates, one throwback, and then maybe one more. Now we're talking just four games, Scott. Right. That's but all I'm asking yeah. for. Four and, games and out of a 16 games. Right. Exactly. Thank you, Naven. 202, Zabe, if Walter White existed as a shade of white, it would actually be crystal blue because of the quality and the purity of his meth. You're darn right about that. Or as he would say, you're goddamn right about that. 724, best baseball jersey, the 1971 Pirates. Did that include the – when did they bring in the pillbox hats, the 80s? Uh, yeah, it was the late little, 70s, uh, yeah. Achievement patches that were put on them? Mid to late 70s. What, they, what, what did he say? 71 Pirates? I think that was 71 Bone, Pirates. by the way. 71 huh? Pirates. Bone. Bone as a backdrop, not a stark white. Okay. 315, I thought Eggshell was the king of all whites, Zabe. I don't know. Is it the most common white? I'm not sure. This might be another dumb question, Zabe. Growing up as a Skins fan, did you find yourself rooting against the Lone Ranger or other TV movie Cowboys because you hated the Cowboys? Good questions, all. Sound like McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. I didn't get to the teacher doing good. I'll do that. Plus, LaShawn McCoy, he has a few regrets or regrets, as we say. Daily Zabe is later on this hour. Straight ahead, DMV Sports Desk with Scott Lynn. The DMV Sports Desk on the 2980 and 95.9 FM. This year, Radio 1 celebrates 40 years of informing, inspiring, and entertaining the community. The D.C. Lottery and the Team 980-95.9 FM team up to give you a chance to win the exclusive 40th anniversary Radio 1 Scratcher. With over $800,000 in cash and prizes, keep it right here for your chance to win. I'm Scott Lynn with the latest breaking from college basketball. Mac McClung withdrawing from the draft and transferring from Georgetown. Told the school of his decision today. Telling ESPN it was a number of different events that made me feel I had no choice but to transfer from Georgetown. I really wanted to stay, but my but things throughout my career made me realize that I couldn't. I'm looking for a place I can call home, a place I can be a part of family and help them succeed. Notes Ben Standing of the Athletic DC, while Skins officials still hope to have training camp in Richmond, odds of remaining local amid the COVID crisis are increasing because the team is now exploring options near Ashburn just in case. Zoom press conference for tight end Thaddeus Moss today said the undrafted free agent 
talking about the slap in the face from being undrafted. It's a blessing to be in D.C. Thank the organization. He says, I've already put years of work in, but so much more to do. We had an undefeated season. We won a title. I've showed up in the biggest games. But there were so many other positions taken in front of me. But I am used to proving myself, and he's ready to do it again. NFL teams inform, informed today that the virtual offseason will continue through the end of May at the least. It was supposed to end middle of May, but now that will be extended. UFC note, New York Times reports that while UFC 249 went off well, there were many safeguards that were just ignored. Most notably, Joe Rogan shaking hands with every fighter gloveless and deciding that he was going to do face-to-face interviews. This report, a service of Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. DMV weather, 72, sunny in Silver Spring. Clear about 50 tonight. Some sun, low 70s for your Thursday. Nobody's really sure what time it is these days, but do make sure you're waking up with our man Kevin Sheehan. His show, 6 to 9 a.m., Doc and Galdi immediately follow, 9 to noon. Be Mitch, noon to 3, and Zabe will take you home from 3 to 7. Weekday afternoons on the Team 980, 95.9 FM. More of the Zabe Show on this Wednesday as we continue live from the 95.9 FM Team 980 studios. Steve, back over to you, buddy. All right, thank you, Scott. A Georgia teacher who says he misses his students after not seeing them for nearly two months is now in the process of running more than 50 miles to visit each of them outside their homes. Bill McAllister, a faculty member at Big Shanty Intermediate School in Kennesaw, Georgia, last taught class on March 16th before the outbreak brought an early end to in-person learning in his district this academic year. He has since mapped out a route and is running six, eight miles per day to offer encouragement to each of his students. 68 miles. No, 628 miles. Oh, 628 miles. Wow. I knew my kids were at home and they were missing school and everybody else, and I thought, well, why don't I run through their neighborhoods and see them, give them a smile, pick up their day a bit. He said he's donating money for each mile he runs to Must Ministries, a local volunteer group that helps those in need with meals, clothing, housing, and other items. He said, I've been thinking about all of you and worrying about all of you, and getting to see you makes me a little bit calmer and a whole lot more happy, he says. You have a great summer. We'll see you in fifth grade. Very nice. For those who are not home, McAllister leaves notes on their mailboxes. Sorry I missed you. Hope you are doing well. Saw another uh, picture of one teacher who had created a sort of a huggable door made out of layers and layers of plastic with, like, armholes. So you could see through it. She could put her arms into the armholes, and she could hug her students right prophylactically at her front door that's nice. kind of cool yes very nice cute very nice they're going not so it. nice was when shady mccoy blurted out the avengers endgame finale yeah. <laughs> he says he now regrets it saying it was one of the biggest mistakes of his life he got holy hell from the nerd brigade who had waited to see that movie last spring a year ago with such anticipation. Don't tell me what happens. Don't tell me what happens. And he comes out on Twitter like on the first day. Blah, 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 blah. Thanos dies or something like that. Spider-Man. Yeah, R.I.P. my you dog, Tony Stark. characters, you yeah, idiots. Iron Man. <laughs> right. I'm right. sorry. I'm not making Look, if you're an Avengers guy, that's great. I can't get into the uh, 
comic book movies. No, that's fine. But at the time, he did something that he shouldn't have done. Plain and simple. He goes when everybody's, you know, and even on the the story about him apologizing and getting it finally, they, they pull a page out of your playbook to me. By the way, for those who haven't seen the flick, Iron Man dies the end of Avengers Endgame. You had a year to watch it. It's not our problem anymore. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah, sorry. This is on Good Morning Football on NFL Network. He says he made a terrible error in judgment. Worst decision of my life. I guess he doesn't feel bad about branding Chip Kelly as a racist because that was, I thought, also a bit of a low blow given that you know, Chip Kelly may be a lot of things, a failed NFL head coach. He may not be the most empathetic guy or who knows what, but the way LaShawn McCoy painted him, not good. And LaShawn McCoy also had uh, other incidents that, like the incident with the cops at the strip club, nothing ever came of it. Yeah, and and in retrospect, um, LaShawn denied that he ever said that. He, He tried to clear his own name what sit downs and discussions uh he chatted about the cops or about chip kelly about chip kelly said he never called chip kelly a racist no he never said it outright but i think he said he pretty much intimated that i don't i don't know the exact part of i mean chip kelly was failing on his own so it's not like it really hastened his departure but um yeah and then when he got fired your owner jeff Lurie said they needed somebody with more emotional intelligence so I guess Chip Kelly came off as cold, or he came off as like just not knowing how to read a room. I guess who knows? Probably he but, was. Yeah. You know, he, he was responsible for giving them all those really good smoothies, though. Remember how he used to have all the guys oh, on yeah. the latest up to date? You know, who's juicing? Who's the remember legally the, juicing? Remember the sleep trackers? He was. Remember the, the stories about how the Eagles were launching into this new realm of performance dynamics and tracking with their team, and they were going to do all these things to get an edge whenever possible. <laughs> get better players. Visionary. <laughs> That's the secret to the NFL. Yes, eight hours of sleep is nice. Yes, hydrating, exercise, stretching, flexibility, nutrition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get more good players and get a quarterback who's good. And then keep him healthy and upright. That's mm-hmm. your secret to the NFL. It's no secret. It's very simple. Super. Three three zero ninety nine Zabe from the seven four zero. Call me a cynic, but when I was a kid, I never wanted to see my teachers, and I would have been overjoyed by the current situation of not having to go to school. <laughs> you are a cynic. Hey, look, we all had some of our favorite teachers, and we had some teachers who were like, "No, don't like that guy." Right. Don't like that woman at all. I would imagine that the uh, teacher that goes to see his kids knows which ones don't really want to see him. <laughs> right? Probably yeah. have a sort of a private list. No, and and God bless that principal in Georgia that that's running and and doing all these sorts of nice things. But there were several principals. Hell. In middle school, you didn't want to see your principal because you knew bad stuff was happening. The principals in, in, in elementary school are different cuts of breed. The men and women who have that job are different cuts of, you know what I'm saying. They, they want I would to say an sure elementary school principal. Yeah, an elementary school principal is almost like a primary care doctor. He's there to soothe yes. and to make sure everyone's happy and nice. High school principals, though, are like wardens. They have to bring the noise and bring the thunder. 
to well, keep order at a high school. There's they're that, like Zabe? they're yes. like the detention officer in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Forget the character's name. Could you but describe you know the ruckus? Uh, Paul, what's his name? The, right. the passed on actor. Yes. But there's, I, I'll go you one better. The principal in the high school is actually like the mob boss, the mafia. He's he or she is in charge. And then you have the Tutti dean capo of students, is what you're saying. Who is yes. And then you have the dean who you don't want to go to the dean's office. The principal was all formal suit, tie, jacket. The dean would raise up holy hell a la Samuel L. Jackson, and would be quoting Bible verses, but absolutely had a piece and knew when to use it, whether it was to wrap down with a yardstick (laughs) or something like that. But those were the people you did not want to see. Yeah. 240, Zabe, you won't believe this, but ceiling paint comes in only one color. Ceiling paint white. (laughs) Is that true? Paint people, there is a color called ceiling paint white, for God's sakes. Uh, someone sent me a picture of the Office episode with uh, Jan and Michael at the at the dinner party. Oh, my God, that was so good. White and eggshell white, exactly the same color, says Michael. And Jan's like, no, no, they're not. 703, titanium is the source of white pigment. It is mined in southern Virginia, Zabe. Wow, I never knew that. Don't forget icy white like the frosting on a honey bun, says the 202. My God, we've got a lot of talk about white paint today. I've just been talking about the plan for the NBA to test its players using PCR tests, then saliva swabs, and then maybe checking with thermometer. Like, it have been crickets. Nobody would have cared. Talk about white paint. Oh, no, hold on. I'm in. Let me tell you about this. Sometimes you wonder what gets people going. All right, coming up, the Daily Zabe, all the news that matters to me beyond the world of sports, as we are now almost living in a world beyond sports, but it's about to start picking up. I got a good feeling about that. Starting this weekend with not only the exhibition golf match on Sunday, but NASCAR as well. So there's a little bit of news on that. But let me first tell you about Loan Pronto. Loan Pronto can get you into a home loan that you once thought was impossible. How about a fixed rate APR in the mid-twos? Yep, that's right. Mid-twos, Loan Pronto. Go to LoanPronto.com, check out their program, give them a call at 571-775-1810. It is all digital. You don't have to ever leave your home. And they can cover some or all of your closing costs, end up with a much lower payment, or even flip from a 30 to a 15-year term with little or no change in that monthly. It's remarkable. This is the time to do it. Mid-twos APR at LoanPronto.com, 571-775-1810, equal housing lender, NMLS 1661781, subject to lender approval, not all loans apply, mmlconsumeraccess.org. The Daily Zabe is next. Now, it's the news that matters to Zabe. Step right up, step right up. Oh, it's the subject matter I'm sure you're familiar with. Whether it matters to you or not. All that matters is this, this is the Daily Zane. Brace yourselves, America, for some potential mind-blowing news. On the Team 980 and the Team980.com. Daily Zane brought to you by Healthnetics. Get in on the CBD game. Use the CBD that I prefer, Healthnetics. All natural, made in the USA, THC-free. And Argo's third-party lab testing to ensure quality and purity. And right there, the results from the lab are on the package. 
If you've got aches and pains, anxiety, or sleeplessness, give Healthnetics a try. There's nothing to lose. They back their product with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And by listening to us and putting in TEAM as your promo code, T-E-A-M, you will get 20% off your first order. That's healthnetics.com, promo code TEAM. Give it a try today. We start Dateline. Cape Cod ice cream shop shop that just reopened has to immediately reclose because the Karens got out of control. So reports Barstool Sports. Uh, this also from the Daily Mail. Customers in Massachusetts screamed for their ice cream. It ended up with one worker quitting on the spot. The line at the Polar Cave Ice Cream Parlor on Cape Cod grew so long that the sugar rush turned into sugar rage. People were forced to wait more than an hour for their cones last weekend. <sighs> also impatient and rude customers who lost all sense of perspective then began swearing at the young staff as the barrage of orders quickly overwhelmed them. Come on. Seriously? I know that you want your ice cream. You want things to go back to normal. But, geez, right? get it at the store, for God's sakes. Yes. Dateline. Dateline dogs. Love dogs, but sometimes it goes badly. Woman, 52, mauled to death by her rescue French bulldog. No. I've never heard of a fatality by bulldog. Even though the term bulldog, it's like used, he's a bulldog, right? But real bulldogs are usually the most placid, hyperventilating, bad hip having. Yeah. They fart a lot. They snore even more. Now, you're talking also about, I mean, the the big, full-grown bulldog thing. And, And I just found the article about your... The, the late Lisa Urso, this is this is terrible. I know uh, it's 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 crazy that the dog had attacked her boyfriend, and she was able to retrieve it back from animal control, even after it attacked her boyfriend. Uh, they said you don't think about it happening with a smaller dog breed, but we forget animals can be powerful. Said uh, someone in the story, the animal has a lot of jaw strength. Damn, bulldog. Hate it when that happens. State there's, line. There's, yeah, Zave, there's more yeah, to it. There's according more to, to it. Yeah, according to who is Cooper? 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 Um, according to the Lake County Lake County Coroner, easy for me to say, Coroner. and County Animal Care Control Department manager people, there were reports that this dog was rescued from a dog fighting ring, or had been <laughs> bred to be a fighting dog. This aspect of the case continues to be investigated. Yeah, it's a fifty-five pound. I mean, they're oh my gosh, this is awful. Date, Dateline, your health. If you're a celebrity who has been praised for being a little bit plump, don't ever lose too much weight, like Adele has done, because those who once idolized you as now that looks like a normal woman will all of a sudden hate your guts. Sharon Osbourne has come to Adele's defense on her new svelte figure, explaining that she believes women who are overweight are never truly happy with themselves. And she says, when these women say they are really happy in their body, I don't believe them. This was Osbourne on the talk on Tuesday. My body was really, really big, but I wasn't happy. Sure, on the surface, but at night in bed alone, I was very 
unhappy. She went on to congratulate the hello singer on her weight loss, saying, I totally understand with her. It was her time to lose weight, and that's all in her journey and her life. I've hated Scott ever since he lost the weight that he did two years ago. He's kept it off. You, you should hear me sing. I know, but I, 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 I just bury that rain. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, she does look different. Now, I've only seen one photo of the new skinny Adele. She's not really, you know, done more since. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a magazine throwing a bunch of money at her to do a whole spread. But, um, yeah, she looks she looks different. But, look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for her. Good for her. Dateline models. Someone needs to pull the good folks at the IHME in Seattle, the International Health and Metrics, uh, uh, whatever their standing is. They're the, the ones that put out mouse the mouse of cakes, I think you're going. Yeah, the, the IHME, Health Metrics Enterprise, whatever. They're the ones putting out the COVID models here in the States. They're not the imperial model that, that now d- absolutely disgraced Neil Ferguson guy this is the ihme up in seattle they keep putting out these projections and they are shooting bricks left and right for example yesterday ihme predicted by june 12th there would be 1783 infections in georgia one day later they revised it down to 367 <laughs> i mean at this point someone pull them aside and go look you tried i know you're trying to help the public this whole thing is winding down anyway. Nobody's paying attention to your models. And let's walk you back through the models. You haven't gotten one close to right. So just put it away, regroup for the next pandemic, okay? And then you you pat them on the back and you say, now on your way. Dateline weasels. Apparently, Dave Portnoy believes that Roger Goodell will no way, shape, or form honor his winning of the bid to watch a game with him in the Goodell Man Cave this coming season. He told this to WFAN morning show Boomer and Geo. He simply does not expect Goodell to honor the agreement. I don't know. I think Goodell's on the spot here. Don't you, Scott? He's got Of course he's got to do it. What's he going to do, run and hide? Or is he going to get sick that day and have, I don't know, Bob Kraft show up? In his basement, is it? You know, is he going to get a substitute host? He's got to honor this. I would think so as well. But uh, d- does he have to? What What would be the out? How would they go ahead and sort of um, sidestep it? That's a really great question. Maybe Roger will be honest and say, "I don't feel like being a two hundred fifty thousand dollar call girl." Because basically he's he's a whore for a quarter mil. Granted, it went to charity, but that's what he's that's what Portnoy's going to make him look like. He'll probably say to Portnoy and Barstool, "No cameras, or only our cameras. We right. control whatever digital thing. content comes out of it." Yep. And maybe Portnoy says, "Okay, that's fine. I'll still do it." Although it, there's not much value if they can't film their own stuff. That's the whole point of it. We'll see. Dayline alternate uniforms or alternate logos. Have you seen the Wizards alternate in the time of pandemic and COVID? It's the DC with the hand coming up on the D and another hand and a soapy lather. Can you buy this T-shirt? Is it real? Yes, it's a fundraiser, I think, through Monumental. And the Capitals have a version as well. I I don't know if you've seen that one. 
Um, Very nice. I think, uh, I think Steinberg was was tweeting about it earlier today. But yes, yeah, their monumentals doing their part. Okay. Sign of the times. Liquor store somewhere with a uh, movable type sign says homeschooling. Get your supplies here. It's a liquor store. It's not. I get it. Homeschooling. Last Dance director Jason Hayhear has responded to Ken Burns' criticism of the Michael Jordan documentary. So despite Burns reaching out to sort of smooth things over, uh, Hayhear uh, says in the Media Circus column for Richard Deitch uh, that the production company, uh, that Jordan and his production company exerting influence over the process uh, did not make it impossible to accurately tell the story of the Bulls and Jordan. Okay, good. Defending his work. And I applaud him for it. Okay, coming up, hour number three of today's program. We'll talk to uh, Jesse Doherty. Is it Doherty or Doherty? Doherty. Doherty, right? Doherty, yes. Jesse Doherty covers the Nationals. Obviously doesn't cover them now. We're, We're dark for the moment. But he wrote a book off of last year's run to the top of the mountain and planting the flag. And we'll get some of his thoughts on the ride that was, and we'll relive it with him coming up next.